Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Today we have a lot of things to unpack. And the uh, the best unpacker that I know is in the house, Lewis Sayo. So, Lewis Sayo, you, you son of a packer, you. How are you doing? <laughs> it's, I was not ready for that intro. <laughs> Who am I packing today? <laughs> well, you know, we, <laughs> you know, when right. you get when you get as old as we are, it's 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 great when you can unpack anything. You know, if you'll, I can, you'll take it, any pack that you can get. I, you're right. You know, anytime can, a packing is offered. Sometimes I try to track my packing ahead of time, but you know, at this age, you're right. It's like I'll take it, dude. <laughs> if it's a surprise packing, cool. If it comes a week later, uh, I'll take it. Whatever. It's I hate so it when it, it, it comes a knocking on my backyard. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I, I like it when they leave it on my front door. <laughs> and when I'm not at home. Hey, the, the biggest problem is when somebody comes in and tries to get that pack, that package. You know, it's like, whoa, relax. I know, man. I'm like, hey, stop grabbing my package. <laughs> That's a, that was a setup. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was- Jeez. Interesting oh. fact, it's happened to Harold <laughs> just today. <laughs> so, he's um, expecting a lot of packages, apparently. So, yeah, so we're, we're um, the person that is uh, going to be talking about our topic for today is going to be Lewis. So, Lewis, take it away. All right. So, um, this past weekend, um, you know, in light of everything, obviously coming down with the pandemic, all the closures, all the great big events that unfortunately had to be postponed and canceled straight up, um, DC and Warner Brothers decided to basically uh, call an audible and do a fun online event of their own that they called the DC Fan Dome. Um, obviously, titled by a Filipino because Lord, who comes up with that kind of pun? But, you know, there was a lot. It was a 24-hour event, uh, 100% online. They had celebrities. They had news. They had trailers. They had all sorts of good stuff. So uh, for today's episode, um, like, God, like, like Dennis' premise, we are going to unpack all of the good stuff that we got from there. Actually, let me rephrase that. All the stuff. Uh, some of it might be good. Some of it might be bad. Some of it will be uh, squarely in the middle. Um, so yeah, if you guys don't mind, what I'm gonna do is I got a small list of what uh, you know the more significant ones that came out this past weekend, and let's talk about it. Are we excited for it? Uh, are we not? Uh, do we have a question, or why are they even doing this? So from there, let's kind of go from there. Is that cool? I, I, I got a quick uh, thing. It was the name was like right there, and they didn't take it, and I still don't understand why they didn't go with it. But they could have called it the pandemic. <laughs> Jeez, dude. No? No. <laughs> Might be a tough sell, dude. I don't know. Okay. Just making sure. You can stay it, it was there, but yeah. yeah I don't I, like it. I, 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 if the guy who, you know, proposed Kamikaze to the, for the LA Comic Con years ago might have probably had that on the top of his list. <laughs> Again, in retrospect, maybe a tough sell. <laughs> um, I that it was so close to Little Tokyo. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to have Kamikaze by Little Tokyo. Yikes. Um, have Kamikaze Lewis, off the 110. Lewis, before we, before we get into the list, um, I, I found it interesting that I thought this was a long time coming. Like, I'm, I'm surprised that no major um, company actually did something like this on their own beforehand, um, considering 
you know, considering how packed it started getting um, pre-pandemic, uh, um, you know, it was a, a Comic-Con, San Diego was already like filled to the brim. It was almost impossible to get your product up and running. So I'm surprised that, or, or I guess my question is, are you guys surprised that it took this long and it took a pandemic for them to do something like this? I don't think, I think the fact that every convention like that was packed was probably why they kept it because you know it wasn't just um like you know how they had remember when um e3 had their their uh when e3 used to be held in their conventions and then all of a sudden nintendo was like you know what let's break off and do our own convention instead of e3 it wasn't as, as successful because not just because of the brand but because not everybody going to e3 was going for nintendo you know what I mean? Like, not everybody who's going to Comic-Con is going specifically for DC products or, you know, in, in, in that brand. But by default, because they were already there, I was like, oh, you get more eyes on it. So, you know, uh, that's why I think, like, like what we discussed a couple of episodes ago, where we have the LA Comic-Con coming back up, supposedly in Christmas, around Christmas time and whatnot. Um, is it going to be as good because it's not as packed? I mean... Who knows how that's going to work out anyways. Like, is it a disaster from the beginning? Um, but with this thing, like Dennis said, I think it's a great idea because of the fact that you're, A, bypassing the whole, um, the difficulty of being able to attend such as conventions and, uh, you know, making it easily accessible for everybody who's, you know, people who maybe not had a chance to go to Comic-Con this is kind of like their new thing of being able to experience it somewhat. Yeah. Um, I agree with Harold. Good points on that one. Uh, actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, then like, I'm not sure either why it did take them so long to get here, but I think we kind of saw the, you know, the, the writing on the wall the last few years, you know, every so often, whenever they drop a huge trailer at comic-con you know we'd see it online on youtube almost immediately so i guess they just kind of cut the middleman out of here i'm actually kind of now that you brought it up i'm surprised marvel or you know disney hasn't done um something like this you know i i, I know it's a copy it's a copycat league in a sense that you know if one person does it another company might do it as well but you know we'll, we'll see I, I guess you know disney's trying to do roll out their their products on their own way and their own time through their own avenues but um i like this i like this especially uh, us as comic book fans and you know not to be too behind the scenes but you know especially given the news a few i think it was a week or so ago that dc universe or you know the 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 wb or the the DC comic book and uh, and streaming service was, you know, taking some cuts and um, wasn't making the revenue or they were basically making some big changes in the comic book side of, uh, of operation. So I was, you know, happy to see that there was some kind of positive, something positive to come out of the comic book side of, you know, this creative process. So, yeah, uh, I guess this is the way it's going to go from on. Um, I actually, speaking of which, to speaking of conventions, I don't know if you guys had it on your calendars, but this week was supposed to be um, a Star Wars celebration in, in uh, Anaheim. So obviously, that's been can that was one. I think that was actually one of the first things canceled even before uh, Comic Con was canceled, if I remember my my timeline correctly. So um, yeah, we'll see if you know maybe Disney or Star Wars even had anything planned for this uh, this weekend or what they plan on do otherwise. So it'll be interesting to do what what, what they do moving forward. And actually, question, dudes. Um, thanks for bringing it up, H. But were we gonna go to LA Comic Con? 
still definitely not on. I'm, I'm on the fence of no. <laughs> I'm, that's a hell's to no for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even with all their precautions, yeah, I, I still gotta, I gotta still err on the side of caution. I got kids. I got, I got my, you know, my my folks. I got myself and my wife and my good friends. So I got, I gotta, I gotta be worried about everybody else and all that good stuff. Yeah. It's not worth look, it. Look, like I was, say, it's like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just want to say, I, I always trust in myself and the people that I'm around, but I have no idea what everybody else around me is going to be doing. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So like, Agreed. Uh, like I said, even for my own birthday, where I was like, I don't want to do anything. And I was, I'm glad that you guys were able to do the whole, you know, drive by shooting to me. And uh, <laughs> even then I was like, dude, as long, if we're going to do something, as long as it's safe and people around me are safe, that's all I care about. Cause that's, that's the thing. I mean, we're still in the pandemic. I'd love if everybody else still had that kind of mindset where let's stop doing this for profit and start doing this just to get out of it. So we can like actually enjoy things the way we want to enjoy things. So, I mean, as far as that, I'm concerned with that thing, that is a death trap waiting to happen. It's, you know, I mean, no, no air circulation. If people are wearing masks, it's because it's in costumes and it's not safe and whatnot. (laughs) So yeah, that's a no for me. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like my daughter wanted to get some ice cream, and I was, and I was like, "Crap!" I so I was like, "Okay, let's. We haven't done anything in a while. Let's, you know, let's let's go to a time where it's like there's gonna not, hardly anybody there." And so um, we got there and looking around, it's almost like I'm doing a recon. It's like, okay, there's there's, <laughs> there's no one around. There's no no one in line. So I, I I go in and start ordering, and all of a sudden this 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 you know this lady comes in and. You know, wearing a mask, yeah, but for some reason, like, he, this person couldn't wait until, like, I, I finished with my order for her to look at, like, the menu and everything. I'm looking at her, I go, what the hell, dude? And this is already, like, in a, a, um, a uh, like, an ice cream shop. I can't imagine, you know, the rules that I was, I was reading, even though I wasn't invited by LA Comic Con. <laughs> um, I, I was looking at the rules that you guys provided, and I was like, dude, no one's going to follow this, so... Um, we're digressing from our main topic, but no, we're not. Um, I'm not planning on doing it. Yeah, well, we'll we'll wait and see what news comes out of that that comic that con in a few weeks. But yeah, uh, I'm definitely just going to enjoy it from home. But I um, mean, so yeah, so Sturge, oh. you guys heard about Sturgis, and and we don't. I don't want to be political or anything like that, right? But well, uh, I'm sorry. What happened? Where with Sturgis? Sturgis. No, I did not. I just heard about, uh, I think, a, a university and a couple of high schools in Georgia and, and uh, a, uh, other universities that reopened and uh, briefly reclosed. So Yeah, so in, in Sturgis, they had, that, uh, they had that motorcycle rally with thousands of people where there with hardly any, like, um, you know, social distancing or masks and anything. But they have helmets. They, yes, they had helmets. <laughs> so uh, right now, there's at least 100 cases. It, uh, um, from from like eight different states um, that that um, that they're discovering now because in direct relation from it. So Yikes. you know, real quickly, I always remember Sturgis because of the whole. Uh, it used to be a WCW pay per view in yes. the nineties, Hog Wild and Road Wild. But so one of the people that performed at Sturgis was uh, Chris Jericho and his band. Really? Oh no! Fuzzy. And then, well, the headliner was Smash Mouth, so everyone was like, "Okay, you're gonna die for Smash Mouth." But wow, Smash! So, <laughs> so I know I know we're going off topic, but this is I think it's still funny. But this is potpourri. This is yeah, it is potpourri. <laughs> uh, Jericho, uh, 
you know, he was pretty proud of the fact that him and his band were one of the first people to perform at Sturgis. And, uh, but people were crapping all over him on literally on Twitter where they're like, Hey, uh, are you going to address the fact that as of now, only a week later, there's 15 confirmed cases just from that one event alone. And Jericho's response, cause I don't know if he's playing a heel or if he's being honest about it. He's like 15 out of a hundred or 400,000 people. That's pretty good odds to me. And then everybody else was like, I don't think you understand the whole exponential thing or yeah, it's 15 now, but those 15 brought it to how many different people and how many people did they end up exposing? So yeah, it like that is basically the situation that you know all these other conventions are gonna gonna run into. And smart of DC to say, hey, let's not try to endanger anybody here, where you can enjoy all of these uh, benefits from the you know from your home, and you can enjoy yourself there. So, right. And let's be honest. I mean, fanboys and comic book dorks are not exactly the picture of respiratory health. So yeah, and neither <laughs> are the guys from at Sturgis. The Sturgis. <laughs> Motorcycle rally. <laughs> uh, yeah, most of those dudes, if I remember my WCW pay-per-views, right, have like secretary spread kind of thighs. So I was like, mm, yeah, you probably need some cardio. Yeah, those guys needed bras more than the women they did. <laughs> they had bras underneath their leather vest, man. <laughs> no, right, leather okay. the the leather, well, I was going to say leather breast. But the <laughs> now you're doing fan fiction, dude. <laughs> the leather breasts at stages. Well, you know when when it's that hot and it, when you get that old, it, it basically becomes uh, you know leather. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's let's dive right into DC fandom. Uh, that was a good, some good uh, potpourri leading into it. Um, so actually, uh, it's a good segue since you guys are just talking about wrestling, WCW. Let's talk about one of the uh, one of the crossover uh, stars who is actually going to be making a huge impact in the future of DC uh, movies. So over the weekend or at DC fandom, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, to the younger generation, debuted. Um, I guess it's an animated trailer. I guess they haven't had a chance to actually get together and physically film anything yet, but he debuted an animated trailer or teaser for his new movie, Black Adam. Um, so for those who don't Why know... Why do you have to say I, it like that, bro? I don't <laughs> know. I am enunciating. <laughs> I can't say Black Adam. <laughs> but uh, if, you don't, if you don't know Black Adam, so he's basically the precursor or uh, an, not, not an ancestor, but you know he was the first person to have the power of Shazam. So if you guys are familiar familiar with the night uh, you know the the movie that came out oh wow almost two years ago uh with zach levy you know with a with a power or with just the saying the word shazam uh billy batson got the power of the six gods so same here black adam uh if if uh, if unless they change it up uh is a character teth adam from uh Kandak, a, fa- a fantasy country in the middle east um, and I guess, you know, the wizard gives him that power. So by saying Shazam, uh, he turns into a superhero or at least somebody with a lot of powers and kind of goes from there. So what did you guys think of the, t- the, that, the that teaser trailer that The Rock debuted? Hey, Lewis, do me a favor real quick. Yeah. Um, could you go like this with your glasses? Um, I hate you. Excuse you. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was pretty impressive, dude. That was pretty <laughs> impressive. For the uh, record, no. it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was actually one of the trips to uh, – 
well, there wasn't Earth 2 yet, but like, I think it was a Wednesday trip to the comic book store that you pointed out to me like, uh, this Geoff Johns is read- is writing JSA. You probably should read it. It's really good. <laughs> and I did. And it was really good. So I hate you. So, so well, <laughs> interesting fact that, that that's pretty much what the, uh, the it's, I've been wondering what, what their, their um, angle is going to be because, you know, at first, like I, I could have sworn and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, when they originally came out with it, um, um, he was talking like um, Dwayne Johnson was talking about him being like a, a hero, and um, you know, um, and like, uh, and I was like, wait a minute, what what storyline are we uh, are deriving this from? But what's interesting is that um, it it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe they're gonna do a, a bit of a um, um, a, a, a origin story. But what's excitingly is the fact that they're bringing in JSA characters um, and those are going to be the quote-unquote like the, the bad guys, the good guys, however you want to picture and however you want to frame this. But they're going to be the, the protagonists here and he, it looks like he's going to have to go through um, a couple of the, um, the, the JSA members in order for him to, to go through the, the movie, to win the movie. So I'm really excited. Um, this is definitely something that um, I know that the um, CW um, DC kind of touched upon, um, you know, um, and they've kind of dwelled upon that idea before. But I think this is going to be the first real, like, uh, headlong dive into old school JSA. And I'm really, really excited about it. Um, you know, especially, uh, um, unless I was mistaken, that was Hawkman. Um, yeah. And, dude, um, being able to see Hawkman... Um, and it doesn't look like they're going to do like an X-Men type thing where it's like, you know, uh, just like an imitation of Hawkman. It looks like they're going full on wings, full on like, you know, head headdress and everything. I'm pretty excited about it. But um, as somebody pointed out in one of our chats today, um, and it might have been you, you know, um, Lewis, but it, it's really hard to cheer on for DC. And I know this is the DC fandom. Um but it's hard for me to like to cheer for this. But considering this Dwayne Johnson, um, considering that it's, um, I wouldn't saw, I wouldn't really call it indie just because it's still DC. But this is something that is different. This is a new, uh, new, um, uh, I, what, what's it called? Um, IP. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm I'm pretty excited about it. How about you? Uh, for the layman. I.e. our fans who might not know. Uh, do you mind explaining what the JSA means, stands for? Um, it stands for JASA. Um, <laughs> no, it's the Justice Society of America. And um, in different iterations of, uh, you know, DC Universe, when uh, there was the Justice League of America, um, and so before, like, the whole crisis happened, there were different, like, um, teams out there. And Justice Society of America is one of them. But then when the crisis happened, all of a sudden they made it so that this, the, those are like the older, old school people that before Superman, before the Flash, before the Batman, they, that, that was the team that, uh, that was there. So I think that's how they're going to be able to incorporate the concept of, you know, um, Black Adam, um, pre-DC, um, like Superman and Batman and all those things. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I like the fact that, uh, well... Basically, if you take The Rock and you take an existing property, it seems as if success is bound to follow. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jumanji should have never 
not never succeeded, but it never should have been as big as it ended up being. I agree. I In agree. fact, that you know that they made a sequel and whatnot. Um, so having an established property already, so with characters that people are going to be somewhat uh, familiar with, uh, including Mike Hawkman, um, they have, you know, The Rock moving into, like, it's what everybody had been clamoring for for years, where it's like, put The Rock in a superhero movie, as a superhero, besides being, you know, Hercules and whatnot. Um, so it's kind of, it's, it's what people were wanting, and the fact that The Rock was able to say, this is the character that I want to end up playing. Um, can you build a, a storyline around this? And they were like, hey, man, we're all for it. And, you know, it, it seemed like it was put on the back burner for so many so many years. Like, as soon as they introduced Shazam, I thought they were going to go right away and, you know, piggyback off of that, but they didn't, and they didn't end up doing that. Instead, you know, you wait a couple of years later, and it's like, oh, yeah, now we have it in development. I like that they used an animated trailer. It's interesting. It's very eye-catchy. So, uh, and the fact that, you know, the character himself was voiced by The Rock. It's like, if you need to ever imagine what the what the end characters kind of want to be like, that's pretty accurate on how it's going to be. So, it, it's, I like that with DC, them going a little bit off-center for these ones, for this movie in particular. And, uh, you know, centering it around the fact that they have the biggest movie star in the world as their main character. Um, I'm interested to see how this goes. The one thing, though, and I think I mentioned this before, I've, I've always thought that it was such a, a, a waste for them. Like, although, although I did like Shazam, um, you know, Zach, is it Zach Levi? Is Zach Levy? Or mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Um, it, there was um, there were still times where he he and yes I know he worked out for it and yes I know he that those were mostly his muscles um, he just his head just didn't look uh, right to me at times where it it when he was in the suit it looked like it was a muscle suit you know um, it, it was it, it was a muscle suit well you know, but but this was an opportunity for you to have somebody who is actually that yoked but yes. then at the same time is capable of acting like a kid and being able to goof around i always thought it was such a big miss for them but i mean it it they, it made it made good money um zach levy uh, was was pretty decent with it but i really honestly thought that this would have been the be- the perfect time for him to do it but the fact that he wants to do um black adam um it's interesting for him so Yep, um, I like what Ace said. I mean, they got the biggest superstar. I mean, th- this is a big coup for DC to get you know the Rock and one of the, on their slate instead of uh, Marvel getting them on their side. So yeah, looking forward to this as well. Uh, I think it's 2022, so it's still a while to go. Uh, looking forward to where that goes. Um, so uh, speaking of jumping around time, let's go to one of the let's talk about one of the longer trailers, a movie that we definitely knew was coming this year. But obviously, because of uh, the postponements and everything, it's got pushed back. But we got an extended look at Wonder Woman 84. Um, so we have, you know, Gal Gadot's return uh, to the costume, to the uh, to the world of DC. Uh, personally, I think it looks great. 
um, you know, I'm a sucker for 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 dumb, uh, almost arbitrary '80s soundtrack in the in the in the trailer. So they got me hooked with Blue Monday. Uh, so I I like it. I like it so far. I, I think I was already hooked. I was I mean I was already in. The first movie was well made. Definitely a pleasant surprise. Um, you know, so I'm looking forward to what the, this new team, this team brings, uh, with a sequel, um, you know, with Kristen Wiig as, you know, it was kind of, we, it was actually kind of funny watching that trailer with, you know, my family, uh, you know, my eldest who is pretty hardcore, uh, comic book fan he knew he was she was going to be Cheetah, uh, my wife and my younger son, however, were a little more, you know, they were a little vague. So I, I kind of like how they portray that, that, you know, who is Kristen Wiig going to be? Who is uh, Pedro Pascual going to play? Um, and, and how does it all come together? And how on earth is Steve, you know, the, the guy who sacrificed himself in the first movie back uh, for the sequel? So, you know, a lot of great mysteries. Uh, I mean, I think that's as good of a trailer as you can ask for to make it, to get people excited and to get people happy and uh, hopefully get people into the theaters when uh, you know things open back up again. So, what do you guys think about uh, the Wonder Woman eighty four trailer? Um, you know what's funny is uh, two things. First of all, I thought when they were going to do, I, I was kind of iffy with the whole fact that they picked Kristen Wiig as Cheetah because it's Kristen yeah. Wiig. Um, way, way too over as a comedian to for me at at the moment. Um, to be considered as a dramatic actress. And I thought from the, the, the behind the scenes pictures and from even the beginning of the other trailer and then this trailer, that she was just going to be a person who had the powers but was never like completely in costume or transformed and whatnot. And then to see at the very end of the trailer for her to be like full on, you know, that was, it was pretty shocking to me. I had no idea that that was the way that the direction that they were going with which is great because we've already established in the first movie that, you know, Wonder Woman is living in a, um, a society where magic and, you know, like things of, uh, like paranormal things can happen. So it's like not out of the question to have something like that, you know, continue in this storyline. The second thing is <laughs> just something that's been bothering me since the, you know, the reveal that Chris Pine is back. Um, I was fortunate. No, not fortunate. I was bored enough this weekend to know, to see that they were showing Justice League on TNT. And um, of course, one of the things that I always remembered is like a lot of her, uh, her backstory for doing all the things that she's doing is because of Steve, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I got to do it. For, you know, I, I'm doing this in, in his memory and whatnot. So that leads me to believe that they literally brought the guy back and they're going to kill him off again. So how are we supposed to feel for this guy? Because if this is 1984 and she was, you know, talking to Bruce about it in 2017 or whatnot, um, the guy's got to die sometime in there. And it's like, how do you, I don't know. It's like you Unless can't, the, okay. can't make his death sympathetic again because the death in the first one was, you know, very Captain, uh, Captain America-esque. So it's like, you know, we have to go with something that big again. And it's like, if we got to watch Chris Pine die again, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to be like, well, we all saw that coming. Yeah. So Chris Pine is the next Ben Parker is what you're saying. <laughs> but he's playing the same character, but it's the same guy though. <laughs> it's like, so Martin Sheen can die in one and like Cliff Roberts can die in another one. But no, this time it's Chris Pine. Like, 
You're right. You're right. No matter how no matter how many times you see um, either Bruce Wayne's or, or, or Thomas Wayne or uh, Ben Parker die, it's always played by a different. It's, it's always a yeah. different iteration of it. You're right. This is going to be the same guy. Um, <laughs> I, I, Harold, you 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 hit it on the nose. But I, I was going to talk about is that uh, first and foremost, um, even though he is like the uh, least successful pie, uh, uh, Chris um, out there right now, <laughs> um, still really glad to see that Chris Pine is here. Um, I really like this character, um, and I I agree with Harold. I really thought that they gave um, his character the, a great send off, and that made um, you know that made uh, Diana's vow to make the world into a better place uh, made a lot more believable. So um, I guess the um, the other question that I have then is if it's if it's too obvious then that um, that um, that Excuse me, um, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. Um, what's, um, crap. What's his name? Uh, 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 oh, Steve. Oh God, I can't remember his name Trevor, either. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, Steve Trevor. There um, you go. Steve. Uh, if if oh, we Urkel. know, if, yeah, Steve <laughs> Urkel. There you go. Um, if we know Steve or uh, um, Rogers, <laughs> you're gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> if Steve Trevor, if it's too obvious that Steve Trevor is gonna die, then what are the chances that that you know that's going to be the the MacGuffin that where it's like it's not really Steve and that's gonna be the that's gonna that's gonna be the one thing that that's gonna be like the bad guy that that we are we're not supposed to be thinking of who knows um, I thought it was a great mix um, I, I I even like the fact that they were able to kind of use the same concept of you know Diana having to change into different outfits. Um, you know, at the first movie, now it's the opposite. Now Steve Trevor having to change outfits in front of Diana. I thought it was a, 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 nice, um, a, a nice throwback to that. And it seems like they, they're, they're trying to put a little bit more levity here, um, which is welcome in the DC universe uh, to, to, actually, to actually make it a little bit more human. So um, if at least, the, again, I said it a while ago with the, the trailer for for Black Adam. Um, if it's you know just based on the trailers, just based on what I've seen so far, I'm hopeful. I'm still you know I, I've been burnt before, so I'm I'm not going to I'm, I'm hold off. Uh, I'm holding off. But if it can be as good, if not better, than the first Wonder Woman movie, then I, I'm I'm all for it. Should we make bets on? Uh whether or not Steve is controlled somehow by Pedro Pascal. I'm, that would be my, my guess. Because yeah. I would hate I, for him to die. I wouldn't mind a doppelganger dying or a clone dying. But not but, him. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Like, in, my, in my canon, before we get into the movie, he's already dead. And it's mm. just some random dude that, like, you know, Captain Kirk or something. <laughs> what if it's what if it's gonna be like um like the clone Peter Parker where it's just gonna be he's just gonna be Ben Parker you know oh, where Lord, it's, gonna, it's gonna be like uh, I'm not I'm not really Steve Trevor I'm, I'm Trevor Steve Chris Trevor <laughs> I'm Stevenson <laughs> Stephon Trevor's great grandson I'm, I'm, I'm Stephon Trevor <laughs> no, he's gonna be Stephon Trevor <laughs> <laughs> this that's like the third Urkel joker today. Come on, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> we need to discuss more family matters on this podcast. 
Oh man! Also, oh, the TV I, show. I, I like that idea, H, because uh, a little bit of a spoiler, but I guess if you if you know the comic books, but uh, Pedro Pascal's character plays Max Lord, who is a mind controller in the comic book. So yeah, I guess it's feasible. So I mean, we'll see. see. Did you say a mind controller? Isn't he? Or he controls or, mimes? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he puts glass in front of him. They gotta be like. A mime is a, ter- a terrible thing to waste, dude. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he's not yours he's mine <laughs> oh. where does it end any more, any more mime puns guys that's all I got I was not ready for this <laughs> well if, if they wrote a, a book about um, Nazism it's called mime, mime comp <laughs> it would just be a lot of goose stepping in silence <laughs> it's like a silent film oh it would just oh. be like uh, when uh, Charlie Chaplin was played Hitler there you go. Except with less Cassie. God. Lord, <laughs> man. All right. I, say, I said that far loud. Not out loud, but I said it. You silenced the last part. Thank God. <laughs> Thank goodness. All right. So uh, what else did we see there? Okay. So one of the bigger, actually one of the more fun debuts. Uh, let, let's, let's go into this one since uh, we have a certified Twitch streamer here now. But one of the uh, pleasant surprise was the debut of the Gotham Knights video game. Um, so in this version of the video game, it actually starts off pretty dark. I mean, darker than usual. But uh, I guess in this version of Gotham City, Batman and Commissioner Gordon are dead or have died. And uh, Batman enacts the protocols, which basically, I guess, activates his sidekicks and promoting them into the main squad. Or they basically now they're going to be their own heroes. So if you haven't had a chance to see the video, the the the, the sorry, the trailer for it. Um, we have Nightwing, you know, basically the first Robin who has matured and grown into his own hero. Uh, the Red Hood, who is also a Robin, but um, unlike Nightwing, did not quite uh, grow in the same way. He was unfortunately uh, beaten and killed, and depending on the canon that you uh, read, uh, was resurrected and to, to, became, to become his own vigilante. Uh, we also have Batgirl, who is Barbara Gordon, uh, Commissioner Gordon's daughter, who has taken up the costume as well. And um, Robin, uh, actually, I got to ask you then, I don't know if there's any spoilers out there, but I don't know which which uh, Robin is this one. Nobody, know knows, nobody knows if it's um, Tim Drake or if, right. it's, uh, Damian. Or if it's Damien did. So. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they have options there. So, yeah, Tim Drake, one of the brightest minds, I guess, one of the, uh, the best detectives, uh, according to Bruce Wayne. Uh, or it could be Damien Wayne, who is Bruce Wayne's biological son that he had with Talia Al Ghul, one of his arch enemy's uh, daughters. Um, yeah, so, wasn't yeah. he the one that played white chicks? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I hate you. Damn it. Yes, he was also in G.I. Joe. He was ripcord. I hate this conversation so much. Am I stuttering or so do sad. I have? <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> I mean, his son was really good in, uh, you know, in oh, what was that show that Harold and I like that got canceled too early? Uh, that's the Wayne's I, Brothers? Yes. Never mind. Forget it. The joke's gone when I have to explain it. So, <laughs> Give me a high five. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Also, was- ironically, remember, Marlon Wayne's was supposed to be Robin. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. You're right. Instead of, um, okay, what's Chris that? Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Wow. So mm, that would have been yeah. interesting. That would have been a lot of good canon right there. Um, so, yeah, what did you guys think about this uh, this new video game? Uh, personally, I was super surprised. I did not know this game was even coming. Um, but, like, I, I was hyped. Uh, I, I've been loving 
Um, I've been retroactively, you know, I've been telling the guys I've been retroactively playing a lot of the old Arkham Knights game or Ar- Arkham series games. Uh, they're thankfully very cheap now. They're in collections or um, what do you call it? Or they're they're on the streaming platforms on the Xbox. I'm not sure about the PlayStation, but um, so yeah, I've had a, a great time playing those kind of, those old games. Uh, this looks a lot to be in to to be allowed in that spirit. So I'm really looking forward to how they pull it off. Not to mention, you know, as as a as a comic fan, like I love those characters, and I don't think they get enough time to shine in their own uh, video games. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to like playing a, a Gotham, a Batman game without Batman. So it's already an interesting premise to start off with. Uh, we'll see how the gameplay uh, gameplay and the actual story goes. But Kami uh, is in. I, I agree. Um, you know me, I've always been a fan of the fact uh, of the concept of let's kill all the old characters and let the new people come in. Um, you know, I've, I've been a proponent for Wally West. And <laughs> the moment I saw this, I was, in the back of my mind is like, I hope Batman really is dead in this in this series. And it's not just going to be like, all of a sudden at the end, he's going to be like the the main hero that, 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 that saves everybody. But um, I saw, I didn't play, but I saw the seven minute gameplay um, and it looks amazing. Um, it, it, um, I, so far we've seen um, Barbara Gordon um, and, uh, or at least Batgirl. Um, we've seen Robin um, uh, uh, like play, as playable characters. And, you know, it looks like each and every single one of them um, will of course have this, some similar movesets but um, how you play each one looks like it looks to be a little bit different. So something like uh, Robin has access to the, the um, like the JLA um, teleporters. So he can like pop in and out of uh, like uh, they're teleporting in kind of like Nightcrawler and, and do some of his attacks. Um, it looks like Batgirl's more like going to be flying um, and, and swinging the ropes thing. So it's going to be interesting how they develop it. What's, what's I'm excited for are two elements. One is the fact that um, it looks like it's going to be a two-player game. Um, you know, I, I was kind of disappointed um, not making it into three or four, allowing all four of them in there. But then the um, like the producer was saying something like, um, you know, you, you never really see that in like a, a, a Batman storyline. There's always like a two at the most or something like that, which made sense to me. And the um, other one that... Um, that I really, really, really was excited for is something that I just forgot off the top of my head. And so I'm going to throw it to Harold. Um, I, I, I like the idea. I, I like the concept so far. Um, from what I know, it's a kind of open-worldy. So it's going to play a little bit like uh, the old X-Men, not the X-Men, yeah, the old X-Men games on the Xbox 360, um, where it is, and not too much, I guess, Rocksteady is not doing their game. They're doing the other game. Uh, I forget who's doing this one. Um, but Bebop. Okay, Bebop's doing it. Cool. <laughs> the, uh, um, people aren't going to get that reference, I hope. Uh, but in the original Arkham series, at least in, um, in Arkham City, there was side quests where you can play as Catwoman, and there was a, a, a downloadable content or DLC where you could play as Robin. And I thought the quests where you could play as Robin were some of the more fun ones because it was like, <laughs> let's be honest, in all of the Arkham games, Batman pretty much becomes OP like right off the bat where he's like unstoppable. And uh, even Catwoman, it's like she's similar to that, but at least you got to do something different 
than on your quests that you do with Batman. So having the fact that you have, for me, it's going to be three characters who play somewhat similar. And I think the, uh, the wild card in all of this is the Red Hood because we actually see a hero wielding firearms for once. Like not a Deadpool game where an actual DC game where, you know, like most DC games are all hand-to-hand combat. So, or, or if you're Superman, you literally just blast them from like distance and it's, that's kind of unfair. So it's kind of going to be like that. But, you know, you have this where you have a character who's going to be both uh, able to fight up close where you're still taking on groups and whatnot. But at the same time, if you need somebody like, if you are playing a two-player game where you have someone who can take care of distance while you're, you know, one person's working up close. So I look forward to playing this game. I love most of the, uh, like, DC fighting games. Like even if they play, like, if it somewhat has, like, an injustice fighting game style, then I'm all for it. And if it's either, if it's even remotely close to how they play any of the Arkham series games, then I'm in. Well, yeah. now that we know that there's going to be a ranged fighter, we know that Lewis gets to play it, right? Yay. Yeah. So as as usual, we'll do all the dirty work and Lou will be in the back just like... I'll just be sniping. Heal. 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 <laughs> I don't think Red Hood's a healer, though. But yes, if I can, if I can shoot support, that's all me, dude. Um, so let's actually uh, let's let's stay in the video game realm. So one of the um, speaking of Rocksteady, actually, I think Rocksteady uh, or the, the creators of the Arkham series um, has picked up the mantle and actually introduced a new game uh, this last weekend too, called Suicide Squad. Sorry, this is a mouthful. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. So this one again, just a trailer. I don't think I've seen any gameplay yet, Not but yet. this one looks another interesting multiplayer um, a, a game. So uh, this one, you know, it, thankfully, like, uh, like Dennis actually uh, premised in the Black Adam uh, part of this uh, uh, episode, you know, one of the more underrated or uh, newer IPs that DC took a risk on was the Suicide Squad. Um, so obviously this time around, we are, <clears throat> excuse me, I think a lot of the characters are now more or less kind of mainstream, especially Harley Quinn. Uh, but we're also reintroduced to Deadshot. Um, King Shark, I believe it is, and one of the Captain Boomerangs. So, uh, you know, if you know your comic book lore, I think there's at least been two or maybe at least three. Yeah, uh, the Australian uh, one. Yeah, Australian, uh, you know, Captain Boomerangs. So, yeah, I guess the premise is, again, another multiplayer game where you get to choose who you play as. And, uh, again, another fun twist on the the unexpected is instead of being the Justice League, the, you know, the proverbial good guys in almost every thing out there you are the suicide squad trying to take down the good guys so this looks really fun definitely interesting um i think it'll be one of the first games where harley quinn will be a major playable character because even in the arkham games yes she was uh you know a a, a sub boss but you know you never played as her Uh, not to mention yeah deadshot king shark and and captain boomerang so this should be interesting Uh, what what did you guys think of the trailer uh, I kind of dug it, and it's actually the thing I was looking forward to most, actually, because I had heard for the past couple of months that Rocksteady was working on a new uh, video game, and automatically, I mean, you know, two of my favorite games of all time made by those guys, and they literally just stick to that formula, and that's the formula I'm so used to and pretty excited about playing. Uh, I, I, I like that, you know, they went to the well once again, and they are using Tara Strong as Harley Quinn, so that's yeah, always yeah. nice. Yeah. And you heard the other thing, right? Who's playing King Shark? No. No. 
he is a wrestling commentator who is actually a wrestler. Jesse Ventura? No. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a big uh, video game and comic book nerd. His name is Samoa Joe. Mm. No way. So, nice. I, was, I thought you were going to say Xavier Woods, but okay. So <laughs> that was good, good that been, it would have sounded just like Xavier Woods, though. Yeah. Like, I, was, literally, I, I really was hoping it was Jerry the King Lawler, too. Jerry! Jerry! I'm a shark. <laughs> he's, he's just staring at Harley Quinn the whole time. <laughs> hangs up right. my, so, so, like, I, I, I just thought it was funny that one of the Twitter interactions was, uh, you know, Ron Funches plays uh, King Shark on the Harley Quinn animated series. And he was like, oh, I see that you've recast uh, King Shark for both the new Suicide Squad movie as well as the video game, which I could have done because I am also a gamer. And then he was like, of all the people to take it, a person who both plays video games and wrestles, which is what I love the most. <laughs> He's like, I'm mad, but I'm not as mad. <laughs> <laughs> Could be madder, but... but if I didn't any, know that was Ron Funches, but okay, yeah, that's cool. Oh, okay. Ron Funches in, in, in the Harley Quinn series? That's yeah. so obvious, man. <laughs> I never put that together. I'm such a dummy. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, as long as they stick to that formula, and I like the fact that... Uh, they're, you know, they're picking, as usual, the Suicide Squad, who are, like, the most underpowered uh, team in history to take on the most overpowered team in history. So it's, like, you know, it's going to be interesting to see exactly what strategy you get. Well, I know the strategy is going to be just beat them up, beat them up, beat them up, and then throw something. Well, I'm going to be dead shot sniping from far. So oh, cool. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're Captain Boomerang, dude. I know. He looks like a support guy. Yeah. He <laughs> Deadshot was one of the harder characters in uh, Arkham Origins, the game that no one ever talks about. You know, you're right because I actually have not played that yet. But go ahead. Go, yeah. So, so it's, it's funny. Like I, I've been toying around with the idea because of of it. Um, I looked at it, and PS4 has the um, has the three has a three pack for yes. um, for the thing. But my biggest problem is the four, the third one and the game I haven't played yet. Uh, the, la- the the newest one, the, the game I haven't played yet, it's um, direct to download. And I don't have any space in my damn PS4 for any <laughs> game right now. So it, that's the only hesitation why I haven't bought that. But um, I, I agree. Uh, Rocksteady um, has been Rocksteady um, with their, uh-huh. the quality of their games. So, you know, interesting um, IP, um, uh, interesting uh, concept. I'm looking forward to it. Thumbs up for me. My God, I'm, I've, I've said thumbs up three, for three of the uh, I don't know. Things, DC things we've the said. DC about. stuff. What the hell well, is going uh, on? Let, let's, see, let's see if uh, it, it takes a turn for anywhere. So speaking of Suicide Squad, we also get, uh, I, I don't know, well, would you guys call that a trailer or just like a, like a documentary? Because it was a long little video that James Gunn debuted his version of the Suicide Squad. That's the important part. They put the in front of it, so I guess that makes it different from the first James uh, James Smith, Will Smith uh, version of the movie. So what did you guys think of the Suicide Squad, which it's with its literally like enormous cast of characters? It, it, it looked like it was James Gunn giving himself a, uh, a BJ, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it was like, oh man, this is look great. at all these people I know. Oh man, look at this is this is this is uh, this is the best experience I've ever had. Oh man, <laughs> and you have the people at Guardian of the Galaxy going, what the hell, dude? 
I, I thought I, I thought we were the we were the people. What, what's going on here? I thought we were homies, man. You know, so I don't know. James Gunn, great, um, but looking at like the cast of like I, I like I, I like the characters. They have strong strong actors and actresses that that they have, but it maybe it's the presentation. Maybe it was the way. Um, uh, maybe it was the, the the presentation that they had that had me underwhelmed compared to the other things that I saw compared to the other things that I I I, I read. Um, this one was was more of a miss for me. Um, I'm not poo pooing it yet. I'm not. I didn't. I was saying no to it. Um, James Gunn has sort of a pretty good um, record so far, um, so I can't deny his 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 talent. But um, I don't know. Just what I saw, I wasn't that impressed with it. Uh, for me, I I like the <clears throat> the style that they did it in. I guess it's a little bit clever, a little callback to the original Suicide Squad, which, as we know, is a a movie um, filmed in focus. But with this one, it for me, it was literally like, okay, these are the people that are gonna die, like. It was like a roll call, and it's like that's oh, exactly these, it too. Yeah, like um, who was the first the person in the other movie? That the um, rope guy, uh, Native American guy. Yeah, um, that was kind of a bad look, dude. Yeah, yeah it's like that that guy is gonna die because they never show anything <laughs> about him, and it's like these ones. I'm like Pete, David, Pete Davidson is dying right away. Uh, you know, the John Cena probably John Cena is gonna make like a a quick cameo, and he's gonna die right away. Um, like the big, the bigger names, and it's like I know, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, his brother's gonna, the, his brother's Sean playing Gun. Weasel. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's gonna probably survive because for some reason, Sean Gunn he made it to the end of Avengers, so I mean, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> and, and everything else, it's like I have yet to catch, uh, you know, the Birds of Prey movie, even though it's on HBO now. I. I Oh, is it? To, okay. Yeah, I've been trying to watch it for the past couple weeks, and it's like, uh, maybe not yet. But eventually, I'll, I'll end up watching it probably sometime this weekend. But they were kind of trying to reinforce the fact that this is not the Harley Quinn movie, and she's not the main character. Like everybody else around it, she's like another supporting character in this one. So I don't know the direction that he's going with. I trust in his creative instincts. I know it's going to be an entertaining movie. Uh, I know he literally was just like, I'm going to try to fill this movie with as many people that you kind of know as much as possible, but don't, you know, be attached to any of these guys because they're, they're going to get off like Brad Pitt and, you know, Deadpool too. <laughs> Good pull. Yeah, I, I totally agree, dude. I think that there's that part in the trailer where it's literally like a second of the person's name the actor and then the character that they're quote unquote playing. I bet you it'll be like a, a, a crazy montage of these dudes heads being blown off. Cause you're yeah. right. Even in the first movie, like I, I, I get the, the premise of the suicide squad in the comic book is, yeah, these are ex cons, dangerous criminals who are basically contracted by the government to like do our dirty work or you die. That's literally it. That's why it's called the suicide squad. You know, uh, so it'll be really fun or interesting to see how they pull this off or how James Gunn, you know, um, I, I'm not like a huge James Gunn uh, follower or fan. I mean, uh, I do know some of his earlier stuff was like um, 
pretty, you know, not gory per se, but he did slither. Yeah, I, I dug that. That was actually kind of a, a fun little weird horror movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see. And then I also saw Super, the one with Rain Wilson and Ellen. Oh Page. yeah, I like that movie. You did? I was, um, Dude, okay, it's, yeah. It's brutal, bro. Right? Yeah. Okay, that was it. That was that was my thing. Cause like, yeah, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know Rain Wilson at the time. I, I've only gotten into the into the office like this last year. But I knew Ellen Page from Juno, so I'm like, oh, she's a sweet girl. And then like whatever happened to her character I was like, okay, that's kind of dark. So but anyway, imagine imagine having watched The Office first, and know, then right? watching that's because that's how I saw it. <laughs> That's or, weird. Or I was dude. like, Dwight, why is Dwight? Oh my god! I know what's, what's wrong with Dwight, dude. Yeah, he needs his medication. But anyway, so yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm with Dennis too on this one. Like, I trust James Gunn. He's ha- he's ha- he's got a great track record. Um, part of me though is a little cautious because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this movie he he did this because he got fired from Guardians Three. Yeah. Then he was put back on after I guess you know everybody you know shook hands and was okay with his pre his uh, Twitter history. But um, part of me is like curious is like how like is is he gonna show that work or how like how is he gonna be putting his emotions out there on on uh, on film? So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Not as much as Black Adam or Wonder Woman, but definitely you know I'll wait and see. How, how what the critics say about this one? Yeah, if, um, if this was um if this was a, like a, a solo like individual character driven movie, I'd be kind of scared. But the mm-hmm. fact that it's an ensemble character, um, right. we've seen that he's been able to get you know quality work from group of people, like especially from like Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two. You know, like, oh, the, he did those too, huh? Okay. The, the... <laughs> did he though? <laughs> Yeah, but that was being me being sarcastic. Just, oh. just so you know. <laughs> I, like, I, like I mean, those movies. <laughs> it, here's my thing: is is it can it be worse than the original Suicide Squad? I mean, wow. if there's more than two helicopter crashes, I'm out. Um, <laughs> I'm watching. Yes, yes, it can. And there's one major reason why it can be worse than that. There's, there's no, no Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> or what if Will Smith ends ends up being the big bad? Oh, splooge. Because <laughs> I know uh, Pyro's back Pyro. in. Diablo has a, is back in the movie, even though they didn't show him. Diablo. But I've seen the behind the scenes things where even though he technically died in the first uh, Suicide Squad, eh, no one watched it. So, you know. <laughs> it's like, eh, hand wave it. Never happened. <laughs> I watched that movie. I, I do. I watch that movie all the time and I can... And, and come on, like at the end of the the end of the 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 the, sh- the movie where it's him and it's Will Smith and uh, his daughter. Oh man, tearjerker! <laughs> nice. Come on, five more minutes, guys. <laughs> Give me more of this. Oh man. Okay. So, uh, speaking of team movies, let's go into one of the bigger uh, uh, talking pieces over the weekend uh, after um, actually not even this past weekend I think it's been a talking piece for years four hours four four (laughs) hours not even for years four hours speaking of four hours long Oh, man, I wish you can go four hours long. It's the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, the Justice League movie that somebody asked for. Um, So, yeah, our our first look. uh, Zack Snyder asked for it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so go ahead, uh, fellas, get into it. What do we think about the Snyder Cut of the Justice League coming 
uh, to HBO Max. Can it be worse? <laughs> let's let's just let's just ask that question. Can it be worse than what we got? Um, and maybe. <laughs> maybe. You you saw what's happening, right? It's four hours, but it's four one hour. Yep. Episodes. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta make HBO some money, bro. Come on. I guess, right? <laughs> Why don't but, you just do two two-hour episodes? <laughs> because you <laughs> two different movies. Because I think I I, I think it's a, it's a good strategy because you after each one you can kind of like unpack it and kind of like you know um, think about it and everything. Well. Four hours, it, it'll, everybody's just gonna hate it automatically. Um, I think I, I think Lewis hit like it on the hour. head. <laughs> Lewis hit it on the head a couple of episodes ago. Where I'm glad that they're gonna spend an extra hour of uh, Cyborg playing football in slow motion. <laughs> I mean, we have to see him like almost die. You know that. that do that, we? That, that, yeah. <laughs> you know. Do we? We, we, I mean, we, we, we got to see we got to see more awkward moments of Ezra Miller, you know, with uh, oh, I'm sure you're with, with, I, with Iris West, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, so okay, here's yeah. my thing. Remember my my original issue with the Justice League was not that it was a bad movie. It kind of was. It was okay, but unlike the Avengers movies, we had backstories for almost every single individual so that when they finally came together you were like pretty hyped about it yeah whereas in this one you have batman superman and wonder woman who get their backstories and then not even not even Wonder Woman barely got anything into it or not sure she got her whole movie but so you have the three the big three get their backstories and everybody else who's supposed to be as important as those those guys gets hardly anything so it's like um you automatically, you know, focus your attention to those three guys and you really don't care about anybody else coming into it. Um, you're supposed to, but you end up not because, like, how important were those other three, other two guys besides Aquaman? You know what I mean? And then, they, yeah. They were able to dig a uh, hole? Yeah, they, they were able to. Um, <laughs> for, for some reason, neither of them, like, one of them didn't use their super speed and the other one didn't use, like, Technology to be able to like dig it faster. Yeah, exactly. And then they, and then Bruce had to tell, uh, you know, Barry, save just one person. Where technically, if I'm Barry Allen, I'm saving all of them. But you know, that's just me as a Flash. So it's like, like, it's just awkward. He's really trying to piece all the, the put together all the pieces of the puzzle that people felt were missing. Were they really missing? Did, like, like I said before, it's like, how does this? Even if Zack Snyder only filmed sixty percent of the original Justice League movie, uh, was that sixty percent any good in the first place? You know what I mean? I guess we'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's what we'll find out. I mean, I'm guessing that that's what's going to happen. Is like one, you know, one uh, at least one of those. Um, uh, hour-long things is just going to be dedicated to here's who Bar- Barry Allen is, who here here's who uh, Cyborg is, so that by the time we get to like the second, the third, um, you know, hour, we're going to be somewhat invested with these characters. And I think that's what um, that's what uh, I forget the guy the the, the the guy who played Cyborg. Um, 
but that, I mean, that's I think that's what his biggest gripe was that you know uh, that he had so much like storyline and that he got taken away by by uh, Josh Whedon. You know, so who knows? Like, I, but I agree. Is it going to be any good? Nobody knows yet. So we'll have to see. But um, just I at first was hyped um, with the notion of it. Um, just because I thought, you know, that it was going to, like, at least my vision, it was going to be, like, a more streamlined version of Zack Snyder stuff. But it just looks like he's, you know, he's just throwing everything and anything in there. I mean, there's a reason why there's, like, four hours worth of material because, you know, like, I think even, like, you know, Avengers movies, the Marvel movies, they have hours of worth of, uh, of additional uh, material, but they didn't include it because they were crap, you know, and I, I think that's what's going to happen here where, you know, they're just going to throw everything that they can, you know, here's Iris Allen, here's Superman in a black cape, everything that you've been wanting, wanting everybody, everything you've been clamoring for, here you go. And, you know, some, some Zack Snyder fans are going to be happy, but I think most of us are just going to be like, what the hell, really? You, you heard they're, they're expanding that one fight scene, right? With Superman? With, um, no, with the Atlanteans and the Amazonians and the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, really? Yeah. So that scene, which is, I think, maybe two minutes or three minutes long, is going to be like 25 minutes in his cut. Oh. Because that's what people are clamoring for. They're like, oh, we saw, we saw some, you know, we saw a, a Green Lantern Corps die. Um, I would like to see more of them die or where their <laughs> rings go afterwards, you know, because that's is really appealing to this fan base. On that I guess I know it's more telling, death. You're telling me, dude. Yeah. The, that's more telling of this fan base than of the quality of the movie. But um, I, I guess you're right. Cause I, I'm, I'm betting you, I, I guess that was the big, you know, the big takeaway out of this whole trailer from Zack Snyder's version is that, um, we finally see his version of Darkseid, you know, the big bad of the DC universe, the, the Thanos, basically, of, of this side of the comic book aisle. Um, I, I bet you, yeah, I, I didn't know about that 25-minute cut, but I bet you that Darkseid is going to be in that part, a 25-minute extension Probably. of the humans and the uh, Aquarians, um, uh, Atlanteans, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Amazonians and the Green Lanterns fighting them, and that'll be Darkseid's big... Um, big uh, debut and then he's gonna skedaddle out i'm gonna try to be uh, for, for for this show i'm gonna try to be a little optimistic um i think you know one of you guys asked a question like why did the last movie not work or what can it be can it be any worse um yeah i guess it could be but i i think what if i remember my our review correctly what i one of the things that i said was that the the, the movie felt like it was two people it was tonally like two different movies like you can tell the parts where joss whedon was trying to put too much humor into it and you can tell the parts where you know uh snyder filmed like a, a pretty dark serious version of it um yeah, i'm trying to be an optimistic maybe if zack snyder's got like his hands on the whole thing we'll at least get one consistent vision of the movie instead of like we're, you know, Batman trying to crack a joke or Ezra Miller trying to make fun of a situation. Um, you know, I guess it'll be super dour for freaking four hours, but yeah, maybe it'll help if it's like split up over a course of a couple of sittings instead of like one, whew, one marathon run. Cause yeah, yeah, by that, I bet you by that first hour and a half, I'm not even going to go to two hours, but the first hour and a half, if I had to sit through this whole thing, I'd be exhausted. Yeah, surprisingly, supposedly the one like like really dark 
um, uh, or like um, like part of the script was when um, Superman kind of asks uh, Batman if he bleeds. And I always thought that was like a, a Zack Snyder line, but supposedly that was actually a Joss Whedon one. Oh, um, so okay. because um, somebody had commented, um, you know, if that line is going to be there and Joss Whedon was, I mean, uh, Zack Snyder was like, hell no. Oh, um, okay. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting which one, re- you're right, which, which parts, I, I think that's going to be the one thing that I'm going to be looking for. Which part will be Joss Whedon and which parts were, um, and Batman. And I'm, I'm hoping to be surprised. Batman, um, which is even, So even with the updates and everything, did you like the design of Darkseid? I was okay with it. I'm not, no, I wasn't it was like. underwhelming. Yeah, thank you. That's the word. Thank you, Dan. Underwhelming. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, not that Marvel hit everything out the park. But yeah, it's not like when Thanos first showed up in uh, in the end of Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, whoa, this one was like, oh, okay, CGI. All right, I've seen it. Yeah, the, the yeah. biggest problem with Darkseid is that um, even though I, I honestly forget um, which came first, um, Darkseid has always been kind of like the, at least in my head, like the, the poor man's version of uh, Thanos. You know, like he came first. Yeah, even though Darkseid did come first, though I think that he was a Jack uh, Jack Kirby yeah. creation, but right? Yeah. If you if you look at him, he's so plain. You know, there's there's <laughs> nothing there's nothing like threatening about him aside from or distinguishable about yeah, him. There you go, distinguishable. Yeah. Like so even they 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 redesigned Steppenwolf, and the redesign looks a lot better. So yeah, it makes that villain a lot stronger. But then. Here's my question is, where does this all lead to next? You know what I mean? Like, the next movie is Wonder Woman, but that's before this movie. And then I guess Aquaman 2. So is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. If, if Affleck is done with being Batman besides his cameo in the, well, I guess The Flash then. So, but that, like we talked about earlier, they're going with, you know, Flashpoint for his storyline. Yeah, so it's going to be multiverse. So whatever happened in the past doesn't really matter anymore. So you're right. This this storyline, no matter how cool it might be to some other people, it it's really not worth anything. It's not going anywhere because, like, unless they do a Justice League two, like where they finally fart, fight, fart, where they fight Darkseid, <laughs> fart Darkseid. Um, uh, um, Teen Titans Go already did that, bro. Yeah. And they did a great job in that, by the way. <laughs> that was an entertaining version. The fact that you would bring in um, uh, Weird Al Yankovic as Darkseid is always a classic. <laughs> That's a great pull. Um, so the last thing I wanted to talk about, actually, there's one last big thing I'm sure that a lot of people have wanted to talk about. But before we get to there, thank you, Dennis, for reminding me. Uh, one last thing before we get into uh, the, the big finale. What did you think of Ezra Miller's new look for The Flash? He, like, this new Flash or the Flashpoint movie didn't even get an animated trailer like Black Adam did. Didn't get a full-blown trailer like, you know, Zack Snyder's movie does. Uh, he, we literally get, like, two slides um, of his new costume, quote-unquote. And uh, a little bit of a spoiler of who's going to be in this next movie. So what did you think, dude, as our resident Flashologist? By, by the way, remember one of the biggest, my biggest complaints with Tom Holland's Spider-Man was uh-huh. that um, uh, Tony Stark created his suit. 
<laughs> Guess what? Turns out Bruce Batman. Wayne. Turns out Batman made Ezra Ezra Miller's Flash suit. Um, damn it! Um, I mean, I I posted it on Facebook. It's 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 not bad. Um, my biggest complaint that um, that it's it, like he was too armored, which I fa- I find it funny that um, if we're to take um, the CW uh, crossover as canon, um, the reason why Ezra Miller's Flash is creating it is because um, CW Barry Allen had a nice suit, so Ezra yeah. Miller basically rips off um, his his himself. Um, from He's literally a, he. Was- he, they literally used that as the scene to set it up. Exactly. They go, they, they, were, they were like, hey, your suit looks much better than mine. I'm going to take it. <laughs> you mean you can actually run? <laughs> you mean you don't, um, you don't automatically do the robot when you start moving? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it, it, it looked like he was able to stretch out a little bit more now that he has his spandex on. But, um, like... I was reading somewhere, and the one the one thing that kind of disturbed me was that supposedly it'll light up. It's, there's a light up thing on it where it, every time he uses his powers, like um, like those glowy things start lighting up. Yeah, and I'm like. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. Um, I I just want Ezra Miller out of this project, um, and maybe if this was somebody else, I would be uh, enjoying it. But, you know, so far, that, that's the one thing that I can give it, that it looks functional. Um, it looks um, like it, it would be something that the Flash would use. But again, we don't know what exactly it looks like yet. So until I see the, the, uh, an actual picture of it, um, I'm going to hold off my opinion. What do you guys think about, uh, I mean, help me out with the rumors. Like, I, I can't get them right. But which Batman is going to be in this one? Is it Michael Keaton or is it Ben Affleck or is there both, a new Batman? Both of them. Both of them. Okay, I thought it was like, okay, okay, I thought it was just one or the other. But so, which Batman builds the suit? Because like the one of the one, the the Batman in the still image looked like Michael Keaton's. Yep. Okay, that's okay. what I thought. Interesting. I'd be curious. I mean, good for Michael Keaton uh, keeping um, keeping his version of Batman alive decades later. Well, I, I think it was Harold, or I forget, it was Harold Lewis. We mentioned it either on an on on episode or uh, on Facebook, but, um, you know, what, like, we don't even know if that's really Batman. Um, if, um, oh. like, what if um, he's playing Thomas Wayne? Oh, yeah, we did that yeah. in our last yeah. episode. So if you, if you, if you read the, the Flashpoint, um, you actually get to see Batman at the very end of that that book where um you know there's um where thomas wayne actually writes a letter to his son and um flash is able to deliver it to to bruce and and basically say look here's a here's a message from your father and so i think that might be an interesting um a way to do way to bring in um both of them where um you know where ben affleck is is still um, Ezra Miller is Batman, and that's who he goes to at the end of the movie. But Thomas Wayne is going to be what's his name? Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael. Keaton. Oh, I think he, I think Michael Keaton will be more of a prominent character than Ben Affleck will be. Yeah. And with the, if 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 it's anywhere near 
along the lines of what they did for uh, for Flashpoint. Um, uh, Thomas Wayne's character was one of the bigger characters there. Yeah, so. bigger. Uh, also, quick aside, uh, Flashpoint was the name of an adult movie that I used to watch uh, about firefighters. Is so it weird? Every- is it weird that you used to watch um, uh, stuff like that, and but your 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 brother-in-law is a firefighter? Yeah, 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 let's talk about that. <laughs> but every time people say the word Flashpoint, that's what immediately pops into my head. Your brother-in-law? Yeah, my brother-in-law. <laughs> Oh goodness. Jenna Jameson, Darren. <laughs> I'll have to I'll take your word for that. <laughs> Lewis is now on his phone. Yeah, hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Must do research. <laughs> oh man. All right, uh, so let's let's wrap it up with one of the bigger uh talking points again uh, of DC fandom. Wait, there's uh, a bigger one? one? Uh, yes, <laughs> bigger than the Flash. Um, let's talk about uh, Matt Reeves and uh, ba- uh, Robert Pattinson's The Batman. So we finally see a full-on trailer, about a minute long. Uh, it's it's called Batman. Batman. Patton. Batman. Robert Pattinson. Batman. Batman in action. So, what did you guys think of our first look of uh, Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne? I already mentioned this to uh, uh, one of my friends. I think Lewis heard my take. Um, it it took me away. Uh, it took me a, a, away from the trailer when I saw who um, was playing Jim Gordon, um, because Jim Gordon is basically the same. Was playing the same character uh, he was that he was playing in Westworld, and so I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, are you Jim Gordon or are you some sort of replicant clone? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, he's wearing the same glasses, right? Yeah, dude. Yes. same yeah, right. haircut, same same like bow and tie. Like, come on, you know, you need like a trench coat or something. Um, but it was interesting. It, it it felt like there was so many too many things going on for a first trailer um, or a first teaser. And so, um, you know, like I'm guessing that's I'm guessing that's um, the, uh, that's supposed to be the penguin. But then um, there's a reference to the uh, Court of Owls also. Um, and so I don't know what's going on. And so I- I'm confused. But I like Pattinson right now in, uh, as, Bru- uh, as um, Batman. But I'm not digging his Bruce Wayne, dude. Because like, he looks like he still looks like a vampire. Yeah, like, like I-, I-, I need him with like a, I need him with like a, a-, a-, a- I need I need a haircut. Uh, like he, yeah. he, Robert Pattinson needs a Bruce Wayne haircut and not the long flowing um, um, hair or anything like that. Also, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm with Dennis on this one. I like the trailer. Don't get me wrong; it was very interesting. But I hope it doesn't have that problem where there's just too many things going on, um, because and you had to try to figure out so many different things. Like, so who's the villain? I'm getting you know Riddler vibes. Mm-hmm. I also got a lot of hush vibes, so it's like, oh, you're what, right. What's what storyline? Because there's there's like dude like bandages and stuff. So it's like that you they're great characters that they haven't explored in any of the in the more recent movies, um, like like the penguin and Colin Farrell as the penguin looking a little looking a little strange, but you know <laughs> it's such a brief shot that you you were probably supposed to even figure out that that was him. So. I, I really hope they don't do the whole, you know, 
overabundance of villains where it's just like you're literally throwing so many things at him. So the Batman movies are always better when they have one singular villain to focus on or there's one Agreed. big problem. Like that's when even, you know, in the later series, um, the, the, for me, it, uh, the Dark Knight Returns doesn't work as well as the other movies because you have to focus on both Selina and even you have to focus on the whole Bane thing and then, you know, everything else that comes along with it and then Talia all over. Mm-hmm. So it's like, please, let's keep focus. Uh, that one cut with uh, Batman beating the crap out of that one guy and it's literally like that whole um, stop it, you're killing him already. <laughs> like that meme from The Simpsons. Like, you know, I get it. He's the new Batman, so he doesn't know exactly how far he's supposed to push before he doesn't kill somebody. So, well, uh, it's funny that you put it that way. I had the opposite reaction to it, where I was like, "Oh, this is a weaker Batman," oh. you know, where we, where we, 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 the Batman that we know could have taken this guy out in like five moves, three moves, but the fact that he had, he had to keep on hitting this guy, um, kind of at least me showed. Here's an experience. I don't know. That that was the way. I yeah, that's what that's what I'm kind of going with. It's like, there. I think this is a relatively younger Batman, so he doesn't know exactly what his the extent of his quote unquote powers are supposed to be at the moment. So yeah, I think it it's gonna take time for him to develop into the you know human masochist that we're all so familiar with. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I think you're right. I, I think it was uh, somewhere they interviewed Matt Reeves, the director. He said this is supposed to be like year two Batman. So not quite rookie like Batman Begins Batman, but he's not like, yeah, uh, super detective uh, Bruce Wayne or Batman either with a bunch of sidekicks and all his resources. So it, it will be interesting. Um, I like... Excuse me. Like, uh, I was taken aback, but I, I guess it's a good thing that he didn't, like, uh, Robert Pattinson doesn't have, like, a Batman voice. Not that, you know, Christian Bale patented it, but, you know, I was kind of, at first I was taken aback because he didn't have, like, the gravely, like, he's, he's, he's gargling freaking salt uh, voice. But, you know, at the same time, maybe it's good that he doesn't have a Batman voice like that quite yet because it, it will just kind of distract from people. Um, I like your idea, H. It could be Hush, because everybody keeps thinking that that guy, you know, because obviously the theme of the trailer had a lot of question marks. So of course you're thinking, well, it has to be it has to be the Riddler, because it's you know besides Jim Carrey, they haven't had a, a, rid- a iteration of the the Riddler since then. Um, but yeah, I like that idea of it being Hush, because you know. Not to be too comic booky either, but like the 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 trailer was talking about lies and what you've done with your family and blah blah blah. And if you if you know your Batman lore, Hush is basically like I mean, depending on what your canon either is, but basically like a secret friend of Bruce growing up that uh, you know it, it feels slighted by the Wayne family. So it's like it might be a familial thing, you know. Uh, what Chris Nolan focused a lot on the Batman lore with. You know his origins, obviously, but also as Gotham as a city, as a as a living thing. It would be interesting if Matt Reeves decides to take it like let's look, let's take a look at the Wayne family and what they're about and all that stuff. Instead of just being the victim, maybe they had a, a sketchy past and all that stuff. Um, but now, as soon as I say that, I kind of now I'm reminded of the Amazing Spider-Man shows that focus a little bit to uh, movies that focus a little bit too much on Peter's dad who was a scientist and wasted, I felt like wasted a lot of time, like digging into that, that went nowhere. 
Um, well, anyway, like, uh, w you know, we also saw the, the first look at the Batmobile, which looked like a muscle car with a, with a, with a flamethrower in the back. So, you know, that'll be interesting to see how they pull that off. It's not quite the tumbler. It's not the bat pod. Um, it's not Michael Keaton's, you know, jet either, but you know, I guess it's the Batmobile for the 2020s. So we'll see how they pull that off. Um, but yeah, you know, so, you know what I'm interested in, in seeing, right? What's that? Uh, how, uh, Thomas and Martha die. <laughs> I hope they make it out of this one. <laughs> they haven't they haven't shown enough of that in any of the movies or TV shows. Or what if what there. if in this movie Ben Parker dies? <laughs> what Listen, if right yes. when Thomas is about to die he says with great power comes great responsibility? Have you guys ever seen that YouTube video, the cut of the Wayne's guy? Yes. It's so surreal because it goes from like the live action and then it threw in the animators like, oh, I forgot they killed him in the cartoon too. Yeah. And in the video games. Yeah, so oh, that's true. Video games are actually pretty scarring, dude. Oh, man. So um, so that's about it for, for the DC fandom. I know there's a, a lot of other little news, news bits about Titans, uh, comic books uh, themselves and all that good stuff. But, you know, we are only an hour long podcast. So sure. you know we'll we'll cover that in the comments and all that stuff. In the post how, how long has it been since we've been only like an hour, hour and thirty now? Yeah, um, I'm pretty but, proud that we go longer than an hour now. Yeah, you know sometimes when I pack or when I unpack, an hour is like yeah, amazing. Um, what do you call it? So uh, actually, fellas, let's 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 give. <laughs> See let's that give he, he wanted. Up. He was waiting for a, a laughter from us, dude. I was no, I was actually just, gonna, <laughs> just, just like. like oh. <laughs> I was gonna make. I, I was gonna. Joke comes here. I was gonna say something about my wife, but I Jesus, chose not man. to. Jesus, <laughs> man! Damn, dude! But I chose don't not to. Don't try to save it like that. <laughs> oh, damn it, you guys! Uh, so, what do we think of the fandom, dude? Do you think this was effective? Do you think they're gonna move on doing this more often, or is this gonna be just a one-time pandemic thing? I think it's unfortunate. Uh, unfortunate timing, considering around the same time. DC was letting go of longtime like employees. I know to, to yeah, cut dude. down to cut down uh, like the 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 comics part of it, and so it, it looks like they're they're cutting down like um, a, a lot of like the extra you know like fluff that they have in the comic books. So it's going to definitely make a, a major impact on on like the comics uh, the comic side of it. But at the same time, it's funny that. Every while they're cutting down on the comics, every single major um, thing in the DC fandom was basically from those DC comics. I know. So it, it, it's it's tragic and and unfortunate at the same time. But um, I think right now it works. Um, you know, it, it's the best way to get that information out because hell, we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right here. Well, I think that's it. That's all I had for the fandom. Um, yeah, let's see if uh, any of these things come out in next year, and it'll be uh, definitely talked about when they come, they finally come out. Maybe. Who knows? We might actually be able to watch movies again. I know. What a concept. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Why did it get weird? I don't know. That, that, I was expecting this to start wrapping it up. <laughs> Oh, you know, it looked like you were doing something. So I was really nope. interested in, uh, in, in what was going on. Well, um, that awkward um, segue there is... Uh, I was looking at Flashpoint. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's 1997. Oh, God. Damn. Is it, is it one of those, like... Actually, never mind. I'm not even asking. <laughs> um, that is it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed our episode. As usual, you know, we, please check out our... Um, our interweb stuff whatever you call it um you know check out our, our website the two fanboys one pod the two fanboys one casual.podbean.com for all our old episodes even though they're mislabeled and mistyped and misnamed and on facebook you can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual whenever the pad, the podcast jesus whenever the podcast goes live we will be posting it there not to mention our pretty active and pretty fun facebook group uh, just look for us there two fanboys and a filthy casual we'll gladly add you onto the group bunch of like-minded nerds fanboys and uh and fans uh talking about all the good stuff uh, out there in pop culture and then on twitter and on instagram at two fanboys one casual and as usual anywhere you can find your favorite podcast we are there as well i hope you enjoy our podcast please remember this is two fanboys and the filthy casual the funniest podcast nobody laughs at this is dennis this is lewis this is harold peace out what did you say